0: on the outside, charges up,
1: challenges Mr. Radoi, Riders on the outside, Mr. Radoy, Riders in front, the
0: big pink guy, driving Greenton up alongside of a rat, and it's Greenton coming through to win the big gap, it's a firm going away to lead by four lengths, and Johnny's image second, a firm.
2: And now it's time for Inside Racing, full hour of coverage on everything going on in the sport of Kings here in Southern California and around the country. And here's your host, Jason Levine. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, yeah. What is up out there? How's everybody doing? Good Saturday morning to you. Let's get to it. Ah, We're in the O.C. here in Southern California. They're still at Belmont back in New York. They got a good day. At Arlington Park as their uh, season kicks into gear with the Arlington Million looming. we got a big race at Delaware Park today. We've got a Southern California representative back there. Um, So, yeah, it's on. It's happening. We had a big July 4th weekend. The handicappers did some damage. That's good. Got a couple nice emails from folks. That's good. Hope everybody had a a good holiday, made some money, had some fun, stayed safe. Ah, All right. Um, So, Where do we start? Hmm. Los Alamitos. Let's start there. We're there uh, today, tomorrow, and then next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So six more days of racing in the OC at Los Alamitos and uh, some extra spice today. Really good handicapping tournament today at Los Alamitos, live, on track. Got to be there. And one of the reasons this is such a good tournament is that your odds of qualifying for the big dance, um, Is well, are excuse me, very good, Um, and uh, it's on the Los Al races. So, some local knowledge helps. It's a $400 buy in, and 300 of that is live money play. And so, one good hit puts you right there. Um, And based on yesterday, there may only be one or two good hits. Uh, That's actually not true. Today's card, I thought, better than yesterday's, which was Chalk Central. Um, but there was one nice hit in the last race, and if you happen to catch that and you were on it, uh, you can win the tournament doing that. So something to strongly consider if you want to try to qualify for the big one or you just want to play a tournament or you're going to the track today uh, or you like Los Al, you feel strong about the the local racing, uh, any of those reasons, or you haven't played a tournament, you want to play a a live money-type tournament here in Southern California, a lot of reasons to give it a shot today at Los Alamitos. So I think that adds some spice to the card. If any of those reasons work for you, then there you go. Uh, so you got to get down there and register uh, and get rolling. Um, and, uh, again, you know, you can play uh So, you know, you got a shot at, uh, at making a score. And really one good one, uh, as has been proven the past few years, can put you right there. Um, so we're, we're going to try to give you some help today. Uh, a reminder that Jay is not with us today. He's on vacation back in New Jersey, taking a break, and uh, he deserves it. He had a very nice uh, nice run, uh, left everybody with a pick five, early pick five on July 4th. Uh, had a winner in the uh, fifth leg, which also kicked off that big pick six, but uh, well done by Jay. $400 pick five to uh, close things out as he goes on vacation. I know he felt good about that. It also padded his bankroll a little bit, and uh, I know a couple of you emailed in at padded yours so uh, well done by him jay will be back next week ready to roll refreshed and uh going to do Los Al, and then we rolled into del mar and saratoga so i know he's excited about that as you are as i am um so no jay today we're going to ha- have alan join me in his regular slot in about uh eight or nine minutes and uh, then he's going to be followed by steve pollock and I'm going to give you a race or two myself today uh, in the final segment. And, hey, maybe we'll take a couple phone calls. What do you think about that? Got some questions? Got some things to say? Let's hear it. Uh, we haven't done that in a while. Um, so that's what's happening on the show today. So Los Alamitos racing today. Uh, again, hopefully not as chalky as yesterday, which was tough. Uh, got to give Steve credit. He hit the pick four uh, and made some money, about doubled uh, his ticket, which is about as, as good as you could do there, really. Uh, paid what $54 something like that um, and uh, I know he's he's anxious to, to get something done today so uh, looking forward to seeing where he's at and I think Steve's also going to throw in a Belmont race really good card at Belmont they have five stakes in a row a couple of uh, big turf stakes with international representation so we'll, we'll get to that in a minute Los Al two stakes races and both of them came up really good. You never know how these races are going to draw. Race 6 is the Bertrando. He was some horse and turned out to be some sire. Um, He was the favorite the day uh, the 90-to-1 French horse Arcong won at Santa Anita. uh, At the Breeders' Cup with my dad and uh, I can still hear the absolute silence (laughs) when Arcong ran by Bertrando and uh, with Jerry Bailey up. Uh, I think I've told this story on the show before, but it's been a long time. Absolute silence, about 60,000 people at Santa Anita, and I mean you could hear a pin drop. And then as these two guys who were sitting one row in front of us all day long, two guys from France, as they realized uh, that it was our Kong, they lost their minds because they bet them and they had been walking up and down the aisle telling everybody in our section to bet them. And uh, I haven't seen two guys celebrate like that in a long time. And they were alone. Nobody else was celebrating. Everybody was looking at the person next to him, saying, who was that? Um, It was crazy. Uh, Anyway, Bertrando, one heck of a racehorse and sire. Race six is named for him. It's a mile, obviously on the dirt. And this just came up a really solid race. You could make a case for all seven horses in here, many of whom uh, like Los Alamitos, the three soy fett. Loves Los Al. The five, Tam and Guard, uh, won his debut at Los Al. Ambitious Brew uh, has a first and second in two races. And Magic Mark has never been out of the money at Los Alamitos. So Horse for Course really works at Los Al uh, with the Thoroughbreds. So you got a lot of that uh, action going on. These are some solid veterans that uh, like to win races. Smokey Images in here. The Cowbred, he's won six of 13 career. Gold Rush Dancer is in here. Um, he's won 5 of 16 career and gets uh, Evan Roman, who's riding well at uh, Los Alamitos, coming off tying Flavian Pratt. If you weren't paying attention, they tied for the uh, jockey title at that second meet at Santa Anita, making Evan Roman the first uh, apprentice to win or tie for a jockey title since, I think, the 40s or 50s. One guy did it that I had never heard of. So in the modern era, nobody had ever done it. So pretty impressive stuff for the young man, um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's having fun—that's for sure. Um, so he's aboard the one Gold Rush dancer. Avante Bello has six lifetime wins. Uh, Ambitious Brew has eight, and Magic Mark has six. So these are horses that like to win races, and I'm going with a horse that uh, has only won three—he's won half of his races. The five Tamen Guard or Tammin Guard, owned in part by my UCSB brother Jim Rome. Um, and a very, I think this is a real improving four-year-old who uh, came back in in May after what about an eight-month break for Jerry Hollendorfer, enrolled at Santa Anita. Um, and I just think uh, he's set up here today to uh, run a very strong race. I think he's the up-and-comer here, and uh, I also really like the fact that he crushed the field in his debut at Los Alamitos. He was supposed to win. He was four to five that day. Turns out to be a good horse. So. The, that's fine, but he liked the track. He took to it. It worked for him, and uh, I think that's important here, so let's take a shot, and this is Jerry Hollendorfer, and look who's riding. David Flores. D. flow is back. He's uh, married. I believe the wife is from Southern California, and uh, he was interviewed at Royal Ascot, where he rode a couple horses for Wesley Ward and said, yeah, we're moving back to Southern California. Wife wants to go back there, so it's time. Let's do it, and I don't think it's any surprise he's doing it with about three weeks to prepare for Del Mar where he has had a lot of success in the past and will be looking to have some fun and make some money. And uh, I think today may be a very good day for David Flores. I like him here on the five Taman Guard. Uh, he's four to one on the morning line. I think you'll get that with all those other veterans to uh, play here. So uh, how about Hollendorfer and Flores in race six? Then we go to race eight, the other feature, the Great Lady M. Six and a half furlongs. And uh, Finest City is in here. Uh, obviously Breeders' Cup winner. Um, and uh, she's been facing the best since then. Vale Dory, Stellar Wind, um, coming up a little bit short in her last three. She's tried to go a little bit longer. She's just a really, really solid race mare. But uh, David Flores rides for Jerry Hollendorfer again here on the two Constellation, who uh, carries the same weight as Finest City. And if you remember on opening day at Santa Anita, she won the La Brea. I was on her that day at 12 to 1, so I remember. Uh, she's a very fast filly. Um, her two races as a four-year-old this year, one at Santa Anita, one at Keeneland. She ran second in both races, ran very well in both races. She's had a nice little break, comes back here, and uh, I think is going to be very tough uh, with David Flores in the iron. She's working very well. So I'm going to take a shot with her to spring a little bit of an upset over Finest City. She's 5-2 to two morning line. I, th- I think you'll get that on her. I think Finest City will be more like 8-5. to five. Uh, So how about David Flores coming back and winning both stakes today? It could happen, and uh, I'm going to be playing that it does happen. But both of these races, I thought just really good races. There's a couple other horses in the Great Lady M that can really run. Uh, Pretty and Cool for Bob Baffert and Sky Diamonds for Bill Sparr could both win this race. So uh, a couple of nice features today at Los Al. Um, So we move from there to Belmont Park where they've got five nice races. All right. Starting with race six, the Dwyer, which looks to me like kind of a match race between Practical Joke and Battalion Runner, a couple of very good horses. Um, uh, that's race six today, so that's about 1.30 California time. That's when this card really kicks into gear. Uh, the Dwyer is a mile this year, um, so interested to see how Practical Joke and Battalion Runner get after it because I expect both of them to show up in the Haskell, the Travers, et cetera, which are going to be amazing this year. Um, Really competitive. So, race six is the Dwyer. Race seven is the Sprint Championship. Mind Your Biscuits. First race back from Dubai. Probably the top sprinter in the country right now who's been running. Bob Baffert's got a few pretty fast ones, but uh, Mind Your Biscuits is really good right now. He's going to have to beat Unified today in the Sprint Championship. So, a couple of dirt races. But the reason they're running all these races, they got this kind of three year old turf festival thing going. Done it for a few years now, put up a ton of money, get horses from overseas. And that starts in race eight with the Belmont Oaks. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm going to talk about, is that the one I'm going to talk about? Yes, I believe so. So I'll talk about that near the end of the show. But uh, that's a full field of 12. Got some real international representation in there. I think one of the international horses is far superior to the rest of them in there. And uh, I'll tell you who that is later in the show. How about that? A little tease. But it's the Belmont Oaks grade one. That's race eight. Then the Suburban, race nine. Alan is going to talk about that. Shaman Ghost is the big name in there. Uh, one of the top four, I'd say, handicap horses in the country right now. Uh, well, there's Arrowgate, then there's everybody Arrowgate, Gunrunner, then Shaman Ghost. Uh, so he's number three right now uh, as far as what he's proven. So he's in there. He's the key. I know Alan is playing against him. <laughs> uh, in race nine, the Suburban. And then t- race 10 is the Belmont Derby. So the Oaks was for the Phillies. The Derby is for the boys. Uh, also a mile and a quarter on the turf. And uh, Steve is going to talk about that one. We've got some uh, international representation. Aidan O'Brien, the genius trainer from Ireland, is represented in here. Chad Brown has a bunch of horses in all these races. Um, there's some familiar faces. And we've got some Southern California representation um, Big score shows up in the Belmont Derby for Tim Yachtin, and Flavian Pratt flies back to ride. I mean, it's a million-dollar race, so why wouldn't you, right? Uh, (laughs) You might take your shot. I think you run third here, you get 120000 So that's more than he can make at Los Alamitos. So why not go back and go for it? So uh, Flavor Flav on big score with a little SoCal action. We've got some SoCal. uh, Beau Recall is in the Belmont Oaks. Follow Me Crev is in a Suburban. So uh, definitely some Southern California representation. Going for the money uh, back uh, in New York today on a really fun card at Belmont. This was is, this is a really good idea, fun idea. It's worked out pretty well. Um, so liking what they're doing there. And then at Delaware Park, um, the, Del- the Delaware Oaks runs today. And Southern California horse will likely be favored there. It is well for Jerry Hollendorfer, who's had a lot of success going back to Delaware. Uh, it tis well, uh, fifth last time in the summertime Oaks. Then had a tough trip, third in the Santa Anita Oaks. Won a stakes at Oaklawn, so has shipped in the past and won uh, nicely. Uh, just a very nice filly. She's going to have to beat Actress, who won the Black-eyed Susan, uh, coming from way out of it. Uh, and I, I think Hollendorf very tough here. It tis well is not blind luck, but that's okay. You don't have to be blind luck to win this one, I don't think. Um, so uh, that's race 11 at Delaware Park. They've got a nice little card. And Arlington Park has a couple of really nice uh, stakes races, the Stars and Stripes and the Modesty. And a reminder that, uh, well, I think Alan's going to talk about one of those. But um, thoroughgraphs doing Arlington Park, and uh, they did a little damage yesterday. Uh, Had a couple of nice winners. Two of their four best bets came in, uh, made a little money yesterday at at Arlington. Um, So uh, we're going to talk about Arlington as well, and I believe we have Alan right now. So let's do that. Alan, you there? No, Alan yet. Well, then he's got to he's got to get on the horn. Um, so uh, all right. Well, we'll get Alan in a second. Um, let me get to the Arlington races then, and we'll uh, we'll talk about him a little bit. Well, the Pizza Man is there. He's eight year, no, uh, he's eight years old now. The Pizza Man. I think he's gonna be pretty tough today. He's in the Stars and Stripes. Um, hold on, let me find it. Yeah. That's good radio, huh? Yeah, the Arlington Handicap is the race Alan is going to talk about. Uh, that goes as race nine. That's a competitive one. Uh, that's a mile and 316ths on the turf. So let's bring Alan on and see how he's doing. Alan, good morning. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm good, thank you. All right, nice card at Belmont today. This is one of those special new moves that they made a few years ago. And uh, five stakes today, including the historic Dwyer and Suburban, which have been moved are no longer headline races <laughs> it's the uh, big turf races for three-year-olds but i thought uh, a fun card and some classy horses running
1: uh yeah a lot of good horses running and uh, yeah i was surprised too i uh, i forgot about this frankly uh, after the uh,
2: <laughs> after belmont, belmont day.
1: day you know you kind of get overwhelmed by all the state races but they managed to put together uh, the last real good card in july before the end of the uh, belmont meet and fortunately we did have some weather last night some uh, thunderstorms and uh so far, though, uh, it, it, it's uh, sunny out, and uh, the rain is. Uh, the races are on the turf, right. It's, yeah. uh, so uh, it appears we're in good shape. It says 20% chance of rain, which is not bad. Uh, it was 80% yesterday, so we knew it was coming. Uh, so uh, uh, fortunately, I think the uh, we'll we'll get to see uh, we'll get to see all the Europeans in their glory, a little bit softer track, and also uh, all the other horses as well.
2: Yeah, I think things uh, weather wise really worked out for the europeans who shipped in for this one you know they 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 usually want some cut in the ground as they say uh, a little softer turf and they got it Um, so uh, maybe maybe a little bit more of an edge to the europeans who are better on the grass anyway than we are especially with these type of horses Um, so that that really worked out for them sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't Um, all right you want to start at belmont and work our way out Um, before we do well done Last week, Mucho Chrome got the job done for you on the grass uh, at Santa Anita. Last race, uh, paid pretty well, snuck up the rail, and uh, boom, Joe Talamo paid, I uh, think, what, 12 and change? Um, yeah,
1: 12 and change, a yeah. good price. Uh, yeah, good yeah. job, uh, Joe Talamo. Uh, uh, good hit, good bet. Yeah. Uh, so we're glad about that. Um, unfortunately, lights uh, of Medina, good. Uh, well, uh, the, the, some of the lights went out, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, she didn't run all that well. But, hey, you know, you take a shot. We did get the price We thought we might. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it was a decent bet, but she didn't run that day. I think one of the others we used did win that race. Um, yes. So, and lockdown, as we also talked about, finished second. So it wasn't uh, too much of a surprise. The favorites win, I think, one, two. Uh, but that happens. You, you go for a price, and then sometimes the favorites beat you. and uh, so be, we're certainly going to try and do the same thing today.
2: Yeah, and uh, I got to say, also by the way, nice, nicely done, uh, at Santa Anita last Monday. Uh, you guys had a forty-four dollar best bet winner, uh, which is uh, you know those don't come too often. But that's that's really well done. You don't need too many of those over the course of a long weekend. And then uh, a big day Sunday at Belmont. You hit the late pick four for two fifty. Hit a bunch of pick threes. Had a nineteen dollar best bet there. tacked Keefe on the grass. So oh was
1: boy, that horse. Yeah, listen. Uh, I devised the new best of the betting after I saw that race, but uh, that was a good hit. Uh, that one kind of figured, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we did. We, get, we got lucky putting out uh, of getting the exact up because the uh, favorite uh, finished third, but got uh, interfered with definitely uh, by yep. a, a kind of, uh, frankly, <laughs> just an unexplainable move by Rosario, but uh, I guess he's wanted to do some crazy things once in a while. But uh, fortunately for us. But the, the winner was uh, pretty much a lock. Uh, uh, well, not a lock, but uh, the fastest horse in the race and ran well. It yeah, you, a
2: good price. you get the fastest horse in yeah. the race at 8 to 1. That's, you know, that's when you go to the windows. That's the idea.
1: Well, uh, it's one of those things, uh, I, I have to say this to the people, is why we advocate using the sheets, uh, you know, uh, yourselves, because it's kind of you have to be there. Because yeah. uh, I didn't think we'd get that price, I put that horse up, but I certainly didn't think we'd get that price. It was obvious to me. Sometimes I forget that uh, the people don't see quite the same thing that, that we see. Yep. Uh, by benefit of that, but indeed, uh, she was the fastest, or he was the fastest horse in that race, by a good bit.
2: Yeah, and uh, that's uh, you know those are the ones where you look at the tote board and say, okay, let's play.
1: <laughs> All right. So if we start at Belmont. We're going to look at the fastest horse, but we're going to try and beat him. Yeah, and that happens, too, and that, as you mentioned, uh, uh, it was Shaman Ghost. who's certainly one of the better handicapped horses this year. No doubt about that. I agree. I'm a fan of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean I can't beat him. If I'm going to take a shot, uh, I want to take a shot, and I think if I'm going to do it, today is actually the day. And, by the way, I, I do like those uh, two dirt races, uh, turf races. Uh, the 10th uh, the race, the Belmont uh, Invitational, Derby Invitational, is our race of the week. It's a free race, um, so you can download that if you want. Uh, we will look at the uh, race between the two, uh, the ninth. Uh, and uh, Shaman's Ghost, as I said, as you said, is the best horse in the race. But, you know, it has a couple of horses. Uh, this is good timing. Huh? we got a <laughs> little fire, fire alarm here. Uh, all right. So uh, if you look at the horse, even though it ran its best race ever last time out, uh, winning that race and, and winning convincingly, uh, we see that the horse actually does have a habit of kind of bouncing off efforts. Now, because he's so fast, sometimes he can bounce and win. The clinical special I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He bounced at Santa needed two back and one by a quarter length uh, in the Sandinita Handicap. He got up did it that day, but, uh, but he improved just a little bit, about a point off the Gulf Stream race earlier this year. Um, so I think he's due for an off effort today now. He is conceding weight to all the horses, which is why one of the reason why we want to beat him. So we got him going backwards and we got him conceding four to six pounds to all the horses in here, which means if he doesn't bounce too much, he's still got a good shot to win. Uh, but We'll take a shot that he will bounce at least a couple of points here, which is possible, which is what he's done. These are his two best races, which is a five-year-old. Not unusual, but uh, big efforts usually uh, uh, generate bounces. And uh, Jimmy Jergens, uh, I who the horse was he had, but he had a good horse last year uh, or earlier, maybe two years ago, who showed the same kind of pattern. On his good days, he'd, he'd be lights out, uh, but uh, efforts hit him. It took him a while to cycle back. Horses, I like to beat them. Uh, I'm going to take a price, and I'm going to protect with one. What's I'm going to protect with, excuse me, I can't do anything about
2: this. <laughs> as long uh, as there's not a fire, Alan. If there's a fire, get out of there.
1: Well, you know, the the building put in the uh, up the code on our fire alarms, and they like to test it on Saturdays because nobody's really here.
0: Well, for you're them there.
1: to annoy, except us, of course. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Maybe it's a it's a, it's a good sign. <laughs> uh horse you gotta protect with him is Keen Ice, who has won a number in the past. He's on the rail, he's a, uh has won a number in the past and I believe it was at Saratoga in the Travers yep. as a three year old, which were he to run this number here today, and that was beating American Phenomenon as I recall.
2: American Pharaoh. yep. He,
1: yep. Uh, American Pharaoh. excuse me. Uh, yeah, as I recall, uh, he, he could win this race coming up the rally. Did finish third between uh, behind uh, arrogate and shaman ghost uh, as well in the past so uh, but you know he only has one number that gets him in he does get in a 117 and times it's kind of come from behind so he's likely to save ground i think it but he's four to one one number four to one will protect with him i think the horse you got to look at is the number uh, three horse, Sunny Ridge.
2: Uh-huh, Sunny Ridge, yeah, for uh, Jason Service, who uh, comes off a, a second in the Brooklyn where he had the lead, kind of got caught late, going a mile and a half, and now actually you don't see a lot of horses cutting back to a mile and a quarter, but he is. And I kind of like
1: this, you know. Mm-hmm. as you look at his parent pair, one and a half uh, last fall, a pair of negative quarters earlier in the year, then he bounced to a five in a sloppy tracky county, came back to a... A uh, three-quarters race is essentially a point off his top. He's, to me, uh, we know he can run this fast. He's sitting on a big number here. He's about a point off his best. I think there's a chance he breaks through here. I saw that last race, and uh, generally I'm not, I uh, like uh, Manuel Franco. I think they were a little concerned about the distance, and I think this horse actually moved perhaps and. I could get this wrong. I don't know. My opinion, I think maybe he moved a little bit too early last time out. Mm-hmm. And I think they were concerned with a mile and a half where he could get it. But cutting back here, if you'll be a little bit more patient, he's getting a good ride. Uh I think he's got a shot uh, to probably make the move, and with better time. I think. Uh, I think at 15 to one morning line, on, I think we'll get three figures. Uh, yep. I think we got a good shot for him to run his best race. Now he has to run a good race here, and probably his best race. Like I said, he's got a couple of points to make up on Shaman Ghost, even though he's going to bounce. But I think there's a good shot. This all comes together today, so. That's the play, the number three, and, uh, Sonny Ridge, and we'll protect with the number one, Key nice
2: All right, and parks. again, that, that's race nine, the Suburban, which is right in between the uh, Belmont Oaks for the Phillies, which is race eight, and the Belmont Derby uh, for three-year-old uh, males, uh, which is race 10. And Steve is going to talk about the, that, um, and I'm going to talk about uh, race eight a little bit later in the show. So we're going to give you a little pick three there, part of the special Naira Bets pick five, by the way. Um so there you go, Sunny Ridge to spring a big upset uh, in the um, suburban uh, over Shaman Ghost. All right, you want to go from Belmont to Arlington?
1: Yeah, let's go to Arlington. I am going to the uh, ninth race, Grade Three, uh, a Yeah, this is odd. You know, a mile and a half, Grade Three, a uh, mile and a half, three and up, and then a mile. Next race, uh, mile three sixteen, same conditions. Odd, odd, but uh, you know. I think they're putting stakes together on cards because they just don't get to learn all that much anymore. Uh, Anyway, the ninth race, we're going to, the the favorite here is Castle I believe finished second in the Arlington Million last year. He's a pretty solid horse. He is top weight carrying 124, but he does show a, a consistency.
0: He can put good efforts together his last... Step into the world of power. Loyalty Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the
0: Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase
1: necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This was a good one. He usually also gets pretty good ground-saving ground, uh, ground trips. So I think he's going to run. We're going to kind of toss out the second choice in here, Tag Lieb, uh, who is due for a good effort, but 120. We're going to try and beat him with uh, others that have run as fast and are a price. So essentially, what we're going to do is we're just going to play a box. Uh, the horse we're going to put on top, you want to bet a little bit to win, is the number two, K-Mac, who ran, has run as fast as uh, both of these horses have run. He's 20-to-1 now. Uh, the reason why he's 20-to-1 is he just doesn't run his good race that often. Right. However, he did last time out. He is a seven-year-old. Uh, he got back to a top, which is a good sign now, turf. Uh, sometimes these uh, don't cause a... As many bounces as dirt do, so there's a good chance with an inside post getting a 117. If he can run close to his top, he's got a good shot to give him the money, and at the price, we're going to play him the win. We're going to use the three uh, Manitoulin, and we uh, advise playing some tries here, 50-cent tries or supers. Uh, We're going to use the three Manitoulin, 8-to-1. Jimmy Toner also ran a a 2.5 last time out. New top, he ran it on Belmont Day last uh, last race of the day, happened to be there, and uh, still there. And watched it, and it was a pretty impressive race. Uh, Florent Drew rides him, has ridden him the last two times. Uh, well, he's won. This is an up and coming four year old, so he's the young horse that could really uh, may have a good one mm-hmm. in him. He broke through last time. It's a pretty breakthrough if he pairs up. Again, he's got a good shot, and he's a four year old. He just may have another good one in him. Gets it in real light at 1 uh, 14. Yeah. Uh, we're going to use, as we mentioned, we're going to use Casa Queen. Uh, who's just too solid to throw, uh, to, to leave out. And the other one, if you want to use, is the Oak Brook, who is... Uh,
2: number 7, an, Oak Brook, also 20 to 1 on the morning line.
1: Right, also in at one, 114, is a 5-year-old, uh, Ran back to its dirt top last time out, third start this year. Just may have another good one in him again, and he's just too big a price to ignore. So this is really a play second choice here, and we're going to play some exotics. This is a fun play, kind of. It's not a real serious one. Uh, you don't want to spread a little bit because you could make big money. We've in quite a, uh, we're investing not too much here. So uh, we're going to box those four, and we'll play Comac, Comac to win because the instant sign he's a big price uh at 20
2: to 1. All right, again, it's race 9 at Arlington on a nice card at Arlington um, with a bunch of stakes races on the grass. And, uh, again, race 9, uh, the play here, a box of 2, 3, 5, and 7. 5 being the uh, solid favorite, Kasiki, um and uh, the 2, Kamek or Kmac uh, Twenty to one would be the uh, horse maybe to play straight a little bit, and you're going to get a big price on him. And it's a horse that likes to win races. He's ten for twenty-seven lifetime in uh, mm-hmm. this class, but uh, he, like you said, he is stepping up. He's in very good form. He's inside, so interesting play here uh, in race nine. Two, three, five, seven with a little bit extra on the two on the win end uh, in race nine at Arlington Park. All right, uh, let's close it out at Los Al, and you're going to do race nine there too, right?
1: Yeah, uh, it's all nines today. Uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, I thought the favorites looked pretty good in this race, uh, race nine, but there was a horse in here uh, who I felt had a, a good shot to run, had run a number in the past, which makes them competitive. That's the number six prohibition repeal. Uh, if you look last year, his last race at uh, Los Alamitos, he ran an eight, which is a number that can win this race. Uh, unfortunately, the next six races weren't nearly as fast. Uh, and sometimes you got to just take that with a grain of salt. The two after that were on turf. He just uh, and ridden, he's ridden well on turf before, once before. But he ran uh, five out of six efforts before those two uh, on turf were big efforts. So he kind of reacted off that, and it really hasn't gotten back to it. But He's run well on this track. His last race was uh, uh, kind of a first race off a mini layoff there. And I think if he's going to run well today, the new connection, second time out for new corrections, probably going to improve him. I think today's the day, and I think you get getting eight to one uh, to do him with. So uh, we're going to play that horse to win. Uh, and I think the horse we're going to use is the favorite, uh, Boompah. Mm-hmm. I, I believe there's one of them that we're using in there. Um, uh, number six, uh prohibition to peel eight to one. Uh they're all in at equal weights of hundred and twenty four pounds and uh I think that's it. I uh I think there may be one other <laughs> I should know this, but uh uh what other uh, boom pod we're gonna use is the foreign. I think uh, Swiss cheese is the other one you gotta use too. I believe.
2: Yeah, the number two Stuart yeah, Elliott Swiss has. Um <clears throat> So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, six.
1: Yeah, also the other fast one in there, too. So this is one that's just taken a shot, has numbers that are comparable with the two favorites.
2: And likes the track. Like I said, horse for course at Los Alamitos. So if this horse is going to bounce back, the six prohibition repeal, it's today at this track. Um, and uh, I think that's one of the things you're looking for to happen here. So, again, race nine at Los Alamitos to play eight to one morning line, the six prohibition repeal, bouncing back uh, for uh, trainer Ruben Gomez uh, and going to use with the four Bumpa and the two Swiss cheese, likely the two favorites in here. And that's race nine at Los Alamitos. All right, Alan. Well, enjoy your day. A lot of good action today. Nice to see Arlington Park kicking it into gear a little bit. They're going to have some nice racing through the summer. And a uh, really good, fun card at Belmont. So get after it, will you?
1: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, as you said, there, it, it is a good, fun card at Belmont. So uh, uh, I am interested in that. Dwyer, though, appears to be a two-horse racer for Mr. Fletcher. And a uh, practical yeah. joke and battalion runner there, but uh, I don't think the zero horse in there's an interesting horse, Giuseppe the Great. Uh oh, Ran, that's ran right. pretty well on Belmont Day. Ran second uh, to American, Anth- uh, American Anthem that day, and uh, that's an improving horse. I keep an eye on him too. He could split those two, uh,
2: or maybe maybe uh, even upset him.
1: Or maybe even upset him.
2: Yep. Yeah, and uh, he's got Tyler Gaffleone riding, who uh, is on fire right now. He won seven in one day down at Gulfstream.
1: Yeah, we like him, and he's a very aggressive rider. Certainly ran uh, pretty well on Belmonte himself. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So,
2: yeah, Giuseppe right. the Great is number five in race six, the Dwyer. Maybe, maybe it's not a two-horse race, right? So, there we go. All right, Alan, appreciate it. Have yourself a great day.
1: All right, take care,
2: Jason. Okay, that's Alan Benowitz. Uh, big weekend for them over July 4th weekend. Looking to have a big day today. Thoroughgraph doing the doing it the way they do it. If you want the phone line, it's 877-915-1717. And uh, Arlington, Belmont, and Los Alamitos all right there. All right, we're going to take a break. We've got uh, Steve Pollack. Raring to go coming off that huge pick four score yesterday. I'm kidding. There was there were no huge scores yesterday at Los Al, but there's gonna be something today. And uh anyway, Steve is ready to roll. He's got Los Al and Belmont. And Belmont for you. What was that? Ah, and uh we're gonna we're gonna hear some Young the Giant right here in honor of the OC, and uh, we'll be right back uh right after this with Steve. Stick around.
0: Let me get that big, brought in her hand to my fro, bouncing on 24s while this ain't on the road. Hot and fresh out the kitchen Mama rolling that body Got every man in your wishing Sipping on coconut rum I'm like, so what, I'm drunk It's the freaking weekend, baby I'm about to have me some fun The Patriot, AM 1150
2: had to do a little sublime, right, for the O.C. They're running that low sal now. Come on. There you go. We're back. Um, and a reminder, uh, you heard the Naira bet spot there. Uh, they have the special pick five for Naira Betts players only and uh, folks at Naira. And uh, the, the pool's coming in around, I don't know, be about $75,000, $100,000 and paid uh, overlaid so far because of the smaller pool. Kind of interesting. And I know a lot of you have jumped aboard with Naira Betts, as you should have. They do such a good job. Um, so take a look at that special pick five. 15% takeout. Last five races at Belmont today. We're, g- we're going to give you three of them on the show here. Uh, and Alan just gave you a price and Sunny. Ridge. If he wins, that blows that pick five up. Um, and if you're the only winner, they guarantee you 100000 So like on July 4th, the first time they did it, they got 77000 in the pool. If you happen to be the only winner, which is a lot easier to do when it's way fewer players, uh, they would have kicked in another 23000 and given you a hundred. Uh, so it's an interesting new thing that they're trying out. And uh, since uh, they've been hooking you all up, it's something you got to consider, If you're especially if you're playing on a nice day at Belmont today anyway. I think you got to take a swing at that special pick five because there's just not that many people in the pool. So uh, I think there's more opportunity there and, and definitely some overlaid payoff. So check it out at Bets, And, uh, again, the promo is up to 200. Use Jason 200 and get ready for uh, Del Mar and Saratoga, right? Get your... Get loaded up and ready to roll for a big summer at uh, Naira Bets. All right, let's uh, let's bring Steve on and see how he's doing. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing? I'm not as good as you, fresh off that huge pick four hit yesterday. So. <laughs> you can only do what you can do, right? And yesterday, low, in the last race, that horse was 10 to
0: 1. Come on, Jason.
2: I know. It's just, you know, it's just one of those days. You just watch race after race. It's like, okay, 4 to 5, 6 to 5, 3 to 5, 6 to 5. And uh, you know, you catch one in the last race and the pick 4 pays $53. So, it wasn't the $10,000 score you had, but I mean, you know, you hit a pick 4, Steve.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, I made a profit on that pick four, too. I think I doubled my money. You I did? I know. Ticket. I think it paid $60. Bucks, Jason. Hey, look, you got to do what you got to do.
2: Yesterday, doubling your money was, uh, you know, not easy to do. Uh,
0: so, yeah. it's the, uh, the horse in the feature race, Jason, I don't think I've ever seen a horse with a bigger pace and bigger speed edge overall than the winner of the, uh, the, uh, the race yesterday. I was trying to make a case for any other horse, even just to run in the exact end. They were so far behind the winner. It just... It was one of those true singles that uh, was was an absolute, complete standout. And and, and I think, obviously, that's what everybody did, because even when a 10-to-1 shot won the last race, everybody did what I did, and that is spread a little bit in that race so you could find a price. Right. So and what I am seeing, one thing I am definitely seeing at Lo Sal, Jason, and, and I, I sorta of lost track last year. I decided to take the Lo Sal meat off and try to come into Del Mar Fresh. And it was the first time I had done that since we've done this switch over to Lo Sal, but but in watching two days I sort of have the switch come back on and I tell you what, when you are inside down the backside there, it's just it feels like the old Hollywood when we used to have that slingshot Mm -hmm. I really feel like I'd rather be outside on this track, it's just not the spot to be to be down on the inside there, I just think that there's either either some sort of a slope where, where those horses down on the inside are getting shuffled, or they're running in deeper whatever it might be, I just really feel like if you're looking at a sprint race, look from the outside in rather than from the inside out, and again, most of the time when i'm looking at a two-turn race especially i want to look from the inside out because i know that all those horses are going to save more ground going in the two-turn race and in almost every single track across the country i'd rather be inside just saving that ground than i would be outside well here i'd look from the outside in i'd rather be outside than inside, because whatever that effect is, and again, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but it sure seems like the horses on the outside have a better chance than the horses on the inside.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. Well, you know, they, there's there's a right turn there. You know, as they go into the turn, they actually kind of turn right, and I, I think that that may be what it is, is that that's difficult when you're down on the inside to have to kind of, you know, go out and then back in again, and it might just be easier to make that Kind of odd turn, you know, when you're on the outside. It might just be easier on the horses and the
0: jocks to to handle it. So that's kind of that's kind of similar to the hill race, isn't it, Jason? Yes, where it you're is. on the inside, there, you're making that right hand turn. And 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 again, I'm not 100 percent sure, and maybe that is what it is, and maybe, but I but I am sure of one thing that I would much rather be outside mm-hmm. at Los Alamitos than inside.
2: Yeah, I, it's really interesting. It's a very quirky track. I mean, and I think you found one of them, and um, I, I think that's the reason. It's the only thing I can think of, and it is pretty odd. Um, you know, when they extended the track and did all the work, that's one of the things that came into play there. And uh, you know, it, it, it's it's definitely different. And the only thing I can think that is similar is the hillside turf at Santa Anita. Obviously, completely different in some ways, but in that sense.
0: by loss, see terms and conditions 18 plus turn, you just don't see that,
2: and here you do. Uh, there's a little bit of a right turn going into the turn, so uh,
0: Jason. There was a time why. in the mid 90s that Hollywood Park was about the biggest outside track in the country, and I would I was so excited when they got to Hollywood from Santa Anita because it outside was so strong. I mean, and, and at that time we had a lot of 10, 11, 12 horse races, yep, and you couldn't believe how many races where where, if you really knew how to play and spread, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, those horses were winning, and horses were drawing the rail, and they were just a free line out, and if you went draw the rail, finish poorly, draw the rail, finish poorly at Hollywood, and you came back at Del Mar or later in the Hollywood meet, and you drew outside, it was amazing how, how many of those horses were able to completely turn things around, and I, I don't know, you know, that track, they ran there for a long time, that track seemed banked, it seemed like Yep. that those horses were just running from, from up going downward and they just had more momentum and they would just, the horses on the inside would all get pinched and shuffled. So, you know, again, I'm not hundred percent sure because I haven't seen enough races there, but I do really feel like outside is where you want to be at Los Alamitos.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting. and something for people to really take a look at. We got six more days of racing here and then they're going to go back there later in the year. So we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, I think you're absolutely right. Um, well, let's jump in there and, uh, Which race are you going to do at Los Al today?
0: Well, Jason, I'm going to do one of the toughest races you could ever imagine here because there is some extremely high quality in this eighth race. Oh, yeah. Uh, This great Lady M. In fact, there is a runner that is going to get that trip that we were just talking about, and that is number two, Constellation. And I really can't find anything not to like about her. In fact, she has been training extremely well here at Los Alamitos, which I think definitely gives her an advantage. But I'm going to hope that the trip that we were just talking about is what costs her because i really see absolutely nothing wrong with consolation she's a very very good looking horse so sweet it is it's got a little bit of speed in this race and so does pretty and cool mm-hmm. and i'm hoping maybe those two can hinder her chances and i really think this race is going to come down to the winner of this race last year and a horse that has certainly done nothing wrong except maybe her race last year to up uh, to the best west coast runner or the best west coast fillier in stellar wind and that is finest city she is certainly going to be formidable but jason the horse that i really keep coming back to and that i really like in this race is number five number five sky diamond is going to be my radio play in here now if you look at sky diamonds this is a horse that was claimed by bill spar four or five races back and i've gone through this with with several other horses and and i've done picks with this particular trainer and how good he can get these horses this horse's two sprints at Santa Anita were both against the racetrack. Both days, that horse ran up on the lead on a closer track and on the outside on an inside track. I had both of those marked where every other horse won from a different spot, and she was able to win. And then she stretched out and ran two turns, which I don't think she really wants to do. And when I didn't think she wanted to do it last time in the adoration, she was almost able to beat Baldori, yep. only losing by half a length. Yeah, pretty impressive, now it's a bil- yeah. I'm sorry, that is pretty impressive. So I I think this is a claiming horse It's really become a stake type of horse and an an outstanding claim by Spar. Now you get the Bill Spar special. You get a a couple months layoff where he's been just letting this horse build up her energy, and you see a, a fantastic work pattern where this horse has consistent works every time throughout the month of June and then that early work in July. Just the maintenance work with the faster works, two back and three back. Very, very typical of spar and then just the maintenance drill last time. And now also you're going to get the right trip in here. I think she gets first run on finest city coming out of those routes. I think finest city will be a little bit more comfortable behind. Not sure of that hundred percent because she certainly has tactical speed too. But I think the way the race is going to be run with Pretty and Cool going to go. So Sweet it is going to go. And then Consolation is going to be right in behind. Maybe Flores can swing this one to the outside, but not easy to do from the inside. Mm-mm. And, again, Consolation, a big, big factor in here. But I like the five Sky Diamonds, and I think I'm hoping the crowd will make this a two-horse race. Oh, I think so. Between the two to one. I think so. And yeah, I, I, I just think yeah. Sky Diamonds has a shot to drift up. But she's proven to me that she's a serious racehorse, and I've seen Spar do this so many times. Boy, I really feel like she's going to run her A-Race, and it looks to me like the other two are going to run their A-Race. So I don't know that we can make a lot of money in the exotics Maybe this horse can drift up a click or two. Maybe we can get five, six to one. You think that's possible?
2: I, I do. I think you're going to get five to one here. I really do. I, I just think Finest City is going to be seven to five, eight to five in here, and Constellation is going to be the strong second choice. And and you said it. This is a Bill Spar special. This guy has done this for 25, 30 years, and he's still doing it as effectively. And look how well this horse has run once he got in the Spar barn. I mean, the guys, you know, there are certain moves that he makes, and and, and you laid it out, and this is one of them. Um, and, and, you know, this little break, like you said. So, yeah, all systems go here for the five
0: Sky Diamonds, if she's good at And the route yeah. to sprint angle, too, Jason. Yep. Two, two, the last two races being routes, and really, you know, she did run good last time. I thought she struggled in the in the, in the the dream summer race. And again, those were cowbreds, nothing near the quality of these. But to me, this is a one-turn horse. I, I see the breeding. It looks like it, she could certainly handle the mile the, the mile on the 16th that she ran. But when she ran those two sprint races at Santa Anita, even the four sprint races since Far has had her all the time, it was like, wow, this is really a nice horse. Yeah. And and I'm hoping that the crowd will forget that and make this more of a match race. And again, we can get that extra click or two. And you know, there's a big difference when you're playing horses in the long run, like I am. For those of you folks. Uh, that are when you see three to one, four to one, and you can you can get five or six, that's a big difference. That's your value. Yeah. If you think a horse can win one out of four times and you're betting four to one, you're really squeezing it. You're not really making a whole lot of profit. When you can start to get five and six, it's a big, big difference, and that's really where you have a chance to really make some money. So for me, it's more on the win bet. I really respect the other two horses. I don't think this try box can save us because I just don't no. think it's going to pay any more than $20 with those three. So to me, see what those exactists are paying. I think you can box up 5-2 and 5-7 and still get your money back if Sky Diamonds were to run second. But to me, the key bet in the race is the win bet on number five, Sky Diamonds.
2: All right, we're going to stop talking about her now, and then we, otherwise we won't get 5-1.
0: You
2: got it. <laughs> uh, again, it's race eight. It's the Great Lady M, and it really is a nice race. And uh, the five Sky Diamonds is going to be the play for uh, for Steve. Before we let you go today, we got a little bonus action. Uh, Belmont Park, you're going to talk about race 10, correct? The uh, Belmont Derby.
0: I am. You know, I wonder why Mike Smith is going back east and not running his horse uh, at. Uh... Well, it's called money. It's called money, and I see all these million-dollar races, including this race, at $1.2 million. Jason, I, I, I tell you, I like the race number 10. It's the one-horse Good Samaritan for me. I think this is a pretty poor morning line because this horse was actually less than even money against Oscar Performance. It was very good last time, and um, this horse was, was completely wide throughout in that race. Jason, I go back to the Breeders' Cup juvenile turf race where this horse was completely eliminated going into the first turn it it says came out at six and a half five wide into the stretch in the racing form i gotta tell you that this horse lost at least six or seven lengths at one point in the race and really had to try hard to make it up a horse had blown the turn so i really had a big mark on this horse for when this horse came back as a three-year-old and that happened to be in the american turf at churchill downs in which uh, was a race that Joel Rosario had the 10 hole, and it says again in the racing form, the 10 pass. <laughs> this horse was extremely wide at every point of the race and was defeated by a horse named Arklow, who had passed Mike Smith on him and might have a little chance in here uh, at a price. And then last time, ran against Oscar Performance again, and there was absolutely nobody putting any pressure on Oscar Performance.
2: Yeah, that was Just a very soft, soft pace Oscar Performance got away with that day that I don't think is going to happen today.
0: I don't either, Jason. No. There's a there's a there's a, a trainer in here that that has two horses. One of them is, uh, you know, both coming from overseas, and the other speed call to the bar is an overseas horse. I'm a little bit concerned that those horses aren't going to show as much speed as they had shown overseas. And, and if Oscar Performance were to get an easier lead, but one thing that looks for sure to me about Oscar Performance is that it looks like that horse likes a firmer turf. Had a big race in the yielding turf in the Pilgrim. I don't think that that race was as loaded uh, as the next few races that that horse ran. And I think that horse wants a really firm turf. The two races that this horse came back off a layoff, uh, shown some vulnerability, and then last time got that firm turf and really, really looked good. But that was a very easy lead, was able to defeat Good Samaritan, and I think this one – uh, can get the tides turned on them today, especially if they press the pace a little bit and with a little longer distance. So for me, it's good Samaritan in here. I'm going to use the two Ticonderoga. I'll use the three homesmen who looks like the best of the European horses that are coming in here. Uh, I will use the four in case that one gets the easy lead. And then there's an interesting horse in here, number seven, Yoshida, who was it says in the racing form was twenty three lengths behind. That was only about eight or nine lengths. I don't know what the race caller was was putting in there, but Yoshida looked very impressive, and I think is one to watch in here as well. I like the one Good Samaritan and had a price with the two three four seven.
2: All right, again it's race ten, the Belmont Derby, a million dollar race, a million two actually for this one. Uh, the one Good Samaritan, Belmont, and Joel Rosario, uh, Good Samaritan, the one. Uh, finally hopefully not going to get a super-wide trip in here if Rosario can save some ground. One with two, three,
0: four, seven. Steve? That is correct, Jason, and the fire alarm did not go off during that race. I was kind of hoping that would happen, Then I would really know I had a great (laughs) shot.
2: (laughs) There you go. Hey, appreciate it. Got to let you go, sir. Have a great one, and we will talk to you next Saturday.
0: All right, everybody have a great day out there. Enjoy yourselves.
2: All right, Steve Pollack doing his thing. He gave you a little bonus there from Belmont Park, uh, good Samaritan in the Belmont Derby for a, in a race worth a million dollars. What do we got, Brent, about a minute or two, and then we'll close it out? Two minutes. Okay, um, so you heard from Steve. He gave you two there, uh, one at Belmont, one at Los Al. Alan gave you three, uh, and, um, yeah, I'm going to give you one more. The uh, Belmont Oaks is raced eight, Um also uh, a million dollars. Amazing. And a lot of foreign horses in here, but one of them is far superior to the others, and that's number 12, Sister Charlie. She was second in the pre de Diane, which is the French Oaks. And it is their big race for three-year-olds. And uh, she was 12 to 1 in a 16-horse field, which is she got, she got some action. And if you watch the trip, she had a terrible trip and came flying to get beat only one length, Uh, You get beat only one length in the French Oaks and come in here against this group. She towers over this group. And, in fact, that race was better than any of the boys uh, that showed up for the Belmont Derby. So I think uh, she really stands out in this field. Uh, The 12, Sister Charlie, she's in the Chad Brown barn, but he's only had her for a couple weeks, but that doesn't hurt. Um, She draws the 12, which is a terrible post here. I hope that that helps the price because I think she's good enough to get the job done. For me, she's a single in that special Naira Betts pick five, Sister Charlie, number 12, uh, in race eight at Belmont. Uh, That is their big race over there. So for her to come over here uh, and she got a little break before that race, I think she's ready to fire a big shot, uh, the 12, Sister Charlie, to run them all down in the stretch in the Belmont Oaks race eight at Belmont Park. So, uh, hey, shout-out to the guys I played golf with yesterday, had a great time down in Long Beach, uh, going back down there today, Long Beach City Open, enjoying it. Uh, And uh, shout-out to everybody listening. Have a great time today. Make some money. Have some fun. Uh, Stay cool. It's awfully hot here in Southern California. And uh, we will talk to you right here next week at 7. This is uh, Inside Racing on AM 1150. I'm Jason Levine. Happy to be with you every Saturday and uh, looking forward to a big summer. So go get them, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: I'm separated. The Patriot AM eleven fifty.